0: Oh, Loon, Norlo, and
1: Welcome to Rat Sat Review. Today we are joined by the Divine Beast Armagillion. Welcome Armagillion.
2: Hello, thank you so much for having me. I'm uh,
1: really excited to have you on the show. Um, I, I love uh, Armageddon, the, the character. I've been watching your uh, YouTube, not your YouTube, your uh, Instagram. I see you like all of our stuff. So I've been, every time I see who likes my stuff, I, I you know go to the page and check out what you're doing and everything. And, and you're doing a lot of really cool stuff. Almost every day you're, you're updating things and you're really up on your, your music and showing people what you do and everything. And um, how do you find all this time?
2: Thank you. Well, I try to, uh, post, uh, content that, uh, people like. You know, I try to, uh, keep all this, uh, mystery around the character. Uh, is a character I always dreamed about, but I never saw before. Mm. So, uh, since I was a little kid, I grew up uh, watching this, uh, comic books, uh, fantasy, sci-fi movies. So uh, my dream was to become one of those characters.
1: Mm. Yeah, well, I see you've done that. And did you come up with that mask all on your own, too? Or did somebody help you design that? How did that come out?
2: Yeah, I I designed it. I made it that myself. So uh, what I've done was uh, pretty much by my own.
1: Wow, really? That's really cool.
2: Yeah. Now, did you Thank do
1: any bands before you started this? Or is this the first thing you've ever done? or?
2: Uh, well, this is my first original project. Okay. Uh, of course, uh, I, I've been the singer of uh, many cover bands, but this is my first original project.
1: Yeah. Now, what made you want to venture out onto your own? Were you tired of working with the other people? or You want to just focus on yourself, or because uh, I, I, well, I know I know it's hard working with other musicians. I've, I've worked and I, and now I'm working with a bunch of musicians.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you know. Of course, now I have a killer band behind Mm. me, you know. Uh, We really understand each other. Uh, They understand my vision and the way I want things to be done. But uh, I wanted to be more than uh, uh, playing covers. I I wanted to put out my own music. Mm. Uh, Whether people like it or not, uh, I wanted to put it out and see what happened,
1: you know. Uh, what's your favorite comic book by the way
2: well i i have a lot but uh i would say i love spawn
1: oh wow okay uh,
2: yeah uh, i love spawn i love dr strange okay um uh, i love x-men
1: All right, I do good. love X-Men.
2: Yeah. yeah but uh, i would say spawn is one of my favorites
1: wow see so nobody mentions spawn too much anymore you know it's kind of went like you know into the Background a little bit when they first came out, he was huge. I was a huge Spawn fan. I still even have some of the comic books laying around. But uh,
2: yeah, Spawn. I think uh, he's not for everyone.
1: No, no, definitely not. That's a different, uh, whole different character. I I love Spawn. Yeah. 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 Uh, Do you miss that? Todd Todd McFarland isn't drawing his artwork anymore, or do you still like the?
2: Yeah. Yeah i I always try to uh, be updated about uh McFarlane stuff and uh spawn stuff because I'm also a huge collector.
1: Oh, okay. What do you collect?
2: I I really like uh, McFarlane figures. I've been collecting kiss McFarlane figures for oh. a long time. Oh very yeah. cool.
1: Actually I just started collecting his uh Batman sixty six uh figures.
2: Really cool. Yeah. Yeah, really yeah.
1: Cool. yeah I like all that stuff. Um so you have these uh three uh singles out um I, I was just saying. I think it's lied to me. I, I noticed a uh, very uh, almost like a Japanese type uh, style to that song, uh, and I'm reading in your your press kit here that you really um, you like that kind of style, a Japanese style of music. So talk to me a little bit about that.
2: Yeah, uh, like I said before, I grew up with this fascination to comic books and fantasy, but also I like anime. So mm-hmm. uh, i I find really interesting uh, so many anime characters. So I wanted to create uh, this combination of uh, pretty much everything that I love and uh, combining it to this uh, almighty entity Armagallion. Nah. Uh, but, but of course, uh, Japanese culture uh, has a huge, a huge impact of uh, what I do.
1: Right. Yeah. Uh, now, the mask that you wear, is that something that you drew up?
2: Yeah. yeah yeah I came up with a sign uh, and I made it myself.
1: very cool so actually you actually sculpted it yourself too yeah, really
2: yeah. Uh, yeah, I worked really hard in it because uh I didn't consider myself uh the best sculptor, but uh well, I did it myself.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you did all right. <laughs> Thank you. Is that something that you were like uh, did you have, have you done that before? Any sculpting, or is that something you just never, took on? Never and before. Oh, wow.
2: Yeah, never before. You know, I uh, start from scratch from everything. Uh, the music, uh, the character, uh, the outfit. So uh, it's been quite a journey.
1: Wow, very cool. And did you make the outfit yourself as well? Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow, so you, you're you a multi-talented guy here.
2: Kind of. <laughs> the Divine Beast is very
1: multi-talented.
2: Sometimes you have to be, <laughs>
1: <laughs> especially in the music business. I mean, you know, you can't expect, uh, Yeah, of course. You know, it's, it's a very hard thing to get into. And especially, you know, uh, in this day and age, everybody and their brother has a band, you know, and you got to try to make yourself separate from the other bands. And, and with your image that you have going right now, you're definitely doing that.
2: Thank you. Uh, you know, uh, first of all, I wanted to create something that I love because uh i think that when you love what you're doing people uh are going to love it too
1: exactly so, uh
2: you, you got to be honest uh and you you got to be uh, faithfully to what
1: you are yeah yeah and it also makes the easier the music a lot easier to uh to make as well cuz you know yeah, what, what you sure. doing something that you love doing and it, the songs are going to come to you you know very quickly
2: of course, uh a lot of people always uh always uh, makes the question, uh, why do you hide uh behind a mask? Right. But uh I always say this is not a mask. Mm. This is uh, who who I really am. Right. So uh armagallion is a way to put myself out. This is who I really am.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's cool. I mean, it, you have to do what you enjoy doing and, and if it fits right into exactly what you like anyway. So, you know, it's, it's going to come out into the music and it's going to get you noticed as well. I think, Oh yeah. especially like I, we were talking before, um, I'm on Instagram, I'm on everything, TikTok, YouTube, whatever. And, but, uh, I, I noticed a lot of times you're, you're on Instagram, always liking the different salary review stuff. And, you know, I'm always checking out your stuff too. And you're putting a lot of work into your, uh, into your band and everything. Um, do you feel like today, because uh, like I, like we just talked about before, it's hard to get your music out there. Uh do, Are you find is it hard for you to keep up with trying to get your music out there?
2: Well, I think uh, nowadays social media, it's a really helpful tool, right? But I think uh, it also is a double blade weapon, right? You know, mm-hmm. because to be an artist, to be uh music business uh you need to work a lot right uh, you need a lot of discipline yeah and uh a lot of people think that just because uh, they're on YouTube they're on Facebook or they're on TikTok uh they they all are artists
0: mm-hmm. you
2: know but um uh, i think that being an artist it's much more than that right you 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 need to have some discipline you need to work hard and break your ass
1: yeah you definitely have to put the work in because like like you guys like you're doing you're constantly updating your your social medias and everything and keeping the band's name out there and keeping the music alive and everything so that's you know it's a great thing to do because without that you know nobody's going to know who you are and and with today's world, with the music, with, with the way like Spotify and, you know, Amazon and all that stuff works, you have to constantly keep updating your, your music and putting new songs out, which I noticed you're taking like the single approach. Is that how you're going to work this whole thing? Or, or do you have like an EP or a full album coming out at some point? or?
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Later this year, the the full EP uh, it's going to be out okay. uh, right now there are three singles out. welcome to the show lie to me and playing with fire hmm. uh so the full five song ep is going to be out later this year uh after uh after the full ep comes out uh there's going to be a second ep which combined they will form uh the first album self-titled armigallion
1: oh cool so you're gonna are you gonna make a whole new album after you're done with the yeah. two EPs. Oh, okay. You know, that's funny because that's the same exact plan that I had with my band. So you're copying me.
2: That's a good plan. You you know <laughs> when you are uh when you're uh, starting uh I think the best chance you have to uh get noticed and put out there your stuff is uh, to take advantage of every single song you have.
1: Right. Yes, I think so too.
2: So Yeah, so I try to 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 put out every single song mm-hmm. and then uh the the folio it's gonna be out
1: right yeah and also too i, I think a lot of people's attention spans are sh- very short nowadays so yeah of course yeah so releasing singles and putting out eps i think it helps a lot with uh you know with if you come out with like a long album or something like that and people you know you know they're gonna listen maybe half of it but if it's like a 75 minute cd or, or an album they're gonna be like all right i'm gonna to listen to half and maybe i'll listen to the rest later and then they might not ever go back to it again so you know yeah, of course yeah
2: yeah people people will pay attention uh to the song that they like but uh maybe they're forgetting uh about the full album so right. uh i tried to put out a song by song so people could uh
1: focus in that
2: song right so that that's what i'm trying to do
1: yeah yeah i think you're doing a very good job of that as well because uh you know it's a it's a lot of work like you said it's a, it's a lot of work to do because you kind of constantly keep putting yourself out there but you know what if this is what you act what you want to do and and uh you know make Armageddon a lot you know bigger and get up on the stage with uh you know ghost or whoever you want to go play with then you know this is the things that you have to do now, yeah, since since you are, are Miguelian, are are there other bands, like theatrical-type bands, that you're really into?
2: Well, uh, since I was a little kid, uh, I love Kiss. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I love Kiss. I love Alice Cooper. And right now, I, I I like Ghost, you know? Okay. But, uh, yeah, Kiss, uh, those guys are my childhood heroes.
1: Yeah, yeah they're, they're one of mine, too. I mean, if you're into, you know, art, the music that we're into, you definitely Kiss has to be in there, you know. And they started all with the makeup, so.
2: Of course, when all I right. was uh, when I was a little kid, uh, the very first Kiss album that I listened to was live. Okay. And I was, uh, uh, and I was real impressed uh, about their sound, but when I saw them live, mm. when I saw Paul Stanley on stage, was like, man. I want to do this for a living.
1: Right? Yeah, yeah. And that's always the feeling. Every time I go to a concert, I know I wish I could be up on that stage too. So you know, maybe one day again, I'll be back up on that stage. For for me, Paul
2: Stanley is the ultimate rock star. The ultimate rock man.
1: What do you think about Kiss nowadays, though? With the whole like band, with a different band. I mean, Eric Singer's been there for years, so he doesn't bother me. But everybody is so bothered with uh, Tommy Thayer. But what do you think of that whole Kiss thing?
2: Well. That's a tough question.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, and of course I'm going to get a lot of hate, but I think today's kiss. It's not what I really like about kiss. Yeah. You know, yeah. uh, well, of course, uh, I like Eric Sanger. I like Tommy Thayer, mm. but man, there's only one Catman. Right. There's only one space man. Yeah. Uh, Eric Carr, Vinnie Vincent, those guys had uh, their own persona. Mm -hmm. So why do you have to impersonate the real Catman and the real Spaceman? Right, right. Uh, I love KISS. Uh, I'm a huge KISS fan, but right now KISS is not the band that I love.
1: Right, yeah. No, I I don't think you're gonna get any hate because a lot of people feel the same way. Especially now like with all the concerts and all the lip syncing videos coming out and uh you know oh, yeah. It... <laughs> yeah, man. You
2: know, that's uh I think that's the saddest part because yeah. for me Paul Stanley is one of the best singers ever right. you know, Uh I don't know if you're a really huge kiss fan, but yeah, yeah. Albums like albums like Crazy Crazy Nights Asylum, lick it up. Man, Paul Stanley was on the top of his game. Oh, yeah. Right now, for me, it's kind of sad uh, to watch all of this uh, lip-syncing videos. <laughs> the mm-hmm. and They're not uh, on the top of their game anymore. Yeah. You know? uh, for me, there's only one Catman. There's only one Spaceman. Uh, for me, it's kind of sad, man.
1: Yeah, yeah. It is, but you know what? They're they're old. They're eighty, what almost eighty years old or something. But and they're still out there playing the music. But hopefully, this is the yeah. final tour. <laughs> yeah,
2: they say so. They say what so.
1: They say, but we'll see. They said that
2: twenty years ago. Yeah,
1: I know. I went to the first one. <laughs> yeah, of
2: course. Uh, they they said uh, it was the farewell tour twenty years ago.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, my question right now is. Is this a real farewell tour?
1: Right, I I hope so. We'll we'll see what happens. I don't, I don't know how much longer they can go on. <laughs> yeah, but you you mentioned the uh, actually the '80s era Kiss. Uh, so are you a huge fan of that '80s era Kiss? Because I hear a lot of '80s uh, heavy metal style in your music. I am. Yeah,
2: I am. I, I love uh, "Lick It Up." I love "Asylum." I love "Animal Eyes." I love "Crazy Crazy Nights." You know. Uh, for me there's one kiss in the 70s mm-hmm. and one kiss in the 80s right you know yeah. and it's kind of hard it's kind of hard to uh understand that change as a as a kiss fan right but when you try to understand that as a musician you will find really interesting stuff
1: yeah yeah I, I like most of that that stuff actually we did a cover of um one of these songs from crazy nights um uh reason to live yeah
2: man that's killer yeah.
1: yeah it came out really cool uh the singer that we had too, uh lisa man she did a great great job i don't know if you heard of her at all uh she uh, white chrome like... you might you might see her around
2: sure i'd like to listen to it man
1: yeah definitely i'm really i'm really into kiss Ada songs yeah cool yeah definitely check it out especially like i said lisa man she's an awesome singer too so i think you'd definitely dig her um so like i mentioned before you you have that 80s type style uh i hear some bon jovi in there i'm not a huge bon jovi fan or actually i'm not a bon jovi fan at all but uh i do hear a lot of that stuff in there uh what makes you want to take this kind of turn to go into that kind of style i mean. I, actually that style is coming back because you got Def Leppard and Motley Crue and, and Poison touring with all each other so that sounds kind of coming back so
2: yeah uh, despite I'm not an 80s kid mm, right <laughs> I I grew up listening to all the great hard rock bands from the 80s you know Def Leppard mm. uh, Bon Jovi I I really like Bon Jovi in the 80s you know mm-hmm. Slippery Wet uh, New Jersey mm-hmm. um of course, I love Kiss. I love Warren, so those guys were uh, my inspiration because I love their sound. You know, huge choruses, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. big drums. Uh, so that that was pretty much my inspiration. Europe, right. I really like Europe. So um, I love listening to all of that stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, I could definitely hear everything you mentioned in your in your music so far. It's definitely all there
2: yeah i like i said before uh those guys were my inspiration Dev leopard uh, bon jovi europe but i wanted
1: to create my own sound mm-hmm.
2: but uh reminiscent to the 80s
1: right yeah and i think you did that um now who got you into the 80s music i mean are your parents into music at all or your friends got you into it or how that take place
2: my, my parents got my got me in, into that music mm-hmm. but uh all my friends also listen to death music, yeah. Death Leopard, Europe, Warren, uh, a little bit of Poison, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, for me, my my childhood heroes uh, were Kiss, Death Leopard, and Motley Crue.
1: Yeah. Now uh, your vocals, uh, I really love your vocals. You, they they really the, the type of style that I like. It's got that European type uh, metal style and the '80s type style too. You know, you sing operatic. Um, and you you have some, you know, spots where you can do some gritty vocals as well. Um, did you take vocal lessons or how did that happen?
2: Well, I took a few vocal lessons.
1: A few? And you sing like that?
2: Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I took a, I took a few uh, vocal lessons, but, uh, but most of the journey I've been doing on my own.
1: Oh, wow. I'm, I'm actually very impressed because uh when I, you know, when you first started singing on one of the songs, I was like, well, this guy's good. You know, it, I, I really Thank think you that, so uh, yeah, you're, you're going to go pretty far with that, with that voice you got there.
2: Thank you, man. I really appreciate that.
1: Yeah, no problem. Um, So we talked before, Uh, you have a band behind you too? Or are you just doing all the music on your own or what's going on with the yeah, actual band?
2: I, I have the fortune of having a really killer band behind me.
1: Oh, very cool. Are they all local people or are they like people from scattered all over the place? Because I know nowadays everybody, you know, shares files online and makes albums. So how's your band work?
2: Yeah, they're local people. Uh, Those guys are the Acolytes of Armagallion.
1: Oh, okay. Now, are they going to be uh, characters as well? Like, you know, costumes like yourself or how are they going to be?
2: The Acolytes of Armagallion is an order of warriors who always accompany the divine beast uh, in his universal journey. So of course they're they're part of this. Um they follow me everywhere and they really understand what I want.
1: Yeah. Now they, everybody's into all the same bands and everything as well or does everybody come from different uh, different genres?
2: Uh we come from the same genre. Uh we were in different bands, but um we share the the inspiration and the vision of what uh, I want and, and what I want our galleon to be.
1: Yeah, oh, that's right. good to hear that you're with the group of people that's really into what you want to do too, because it makes the whole band just you know uh, it comes across a lot better to to the audience, you know.
2: Yeah, they really understand uh, my vision. They really understand uh, the way I want things to be done, so it's pretty easy to work with them.
1: Oh, it's very good. It's not all uh very often that you find people that, you know, get along with you and you know want to follow, you know, your I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, that doesn't sound good. I've been through that a lot. I've been through that a lot. <laughs> yeah, I think anybody who likes to start bands, you know, it goes through that all the time. So yeah, you know, it's a common yeah. a common occurrence. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Uh so um uh, do you have any shows planned or Yeah. Yeah, but okay, well, my,
2: my debut show, it's going to be November 18th at LA Burning Fest in Los Angeles, California.
1: Oh, wow. Okay, cool. How'd you get that set up?
2: Uh, well, uh, my PR agent uh, got me that show. Oh, so was it Ben? I'm real excited.
1: Did Ben help what you do that? that? Is that Ben? Yeah. Ben from Online Metal Promo? Yeah. That guy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ben's ben okay. Great. Ben Ben is great. He helps me out too and obviously, you know, getting you on the shows and all the bands that uh that come on the show for interviews. Yeah, most of them come from him, but yeah, Ben Ben does a lot of yeah. great great stuff for a lot I of bands.
2: I love Ben. Sometimes I really want to kill him, but uh, I love Ben. <laughs> yeah. He drives me nuts sometimes, but I love Ben. Ben, yeah. I love you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're not the only one he drives nuts because uh, yeah, he every every day I get a text message. What are you doing? are you busy uh, <laughs> it's always sometimes
2: something sometimes he drives me not sometimes i want i want to kick fans ass but uh-oh he, he's the man he's awesome
1: <laughs> he, is, he is he's doing his job too you know he's he's helping you get on that show and so he does a lot of work for uh you know the bands that are on his roster and actually people that are watching this please uh, online uh definitely give him uh an email if you're looking for somebody to do promo with because obviously as you can see armageddon has got a show in, in la already so Doing ben a lot of good great.
2: stuff. I, I love Ben. He's really doing his job, and I'm really happy with him.
1: Yeah, yep. So, and I think everybody would be too. I'm actually, trying to get another band to go to Ben, so so we'll see what happens with that. Um, so is that the only show you have booked up so far?
2: So far, yes. So, far. so uh, the this show is gonna be it's gonna be on uh, November 18th, but I'm planning a uh, an American tour to promote the full EP.
1: Oh real, really cool. What?
2: So uh so far this is the the only show confirmed, but uh we're looking forward for more. Yeah. So stay tuned.
1: Yeah. Uh and you like we talked before, you've never been to New York. How's that even possible? Just never I been here I don't
2: know, man. Yeah. <laughs> I have been uh, all my life from Los Angeles to Texas, but uh I would love to visit New York.
1: Yeah. Actually I went to Texas, I was five. So that was uh let's see I'm forty three. That was a long time ago. Which I barely remember Texas? It. I don't remember. I was five.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Texas is cool. I, I really like it here. Yeah. Uh, so, all my life I've been in Los Angeles,
1: Texas. Los Angeles, Texas. Yeah. yeah actually, um, I have family in Texas. Where they're just scattered all over the place. So I have no idea, but they're there somewhere. Um, well, it's it's a really big state, you know. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think it's a it's a pretty big uh, state down there. <laughs> yeah. uh so uh you planned a tour all over the place um so uh is there some particular place that you would like to play
2: well for me uh los angeles uh was a dream yeah i have the opportunity to play now in los angeles so uh i would like to play in different venues in los angeles and of course, New York—it's always a dream.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, new, I haven't—I uh, haven't played shows for a year. I, last time, maybe in 2008 or something like that. I don't know. It might be sooner than that. But uh, it's a shame because New York was like the place to go to play shows, and then yeah. especially with the pandemic. Actually, when my band first, when my first band broke up, a lot of the clubs were already closing and then with the pandemic it made it even worse cuz a lot of those other clubs that did stay open they're all gone now and uh unfortunately the new york city is not what it used to be at you know right now but hopefully it builds back up again cuz you know that's the place where bands want to play you know and it's everybody wants to go to new york city so
2: yeah i think the the pandemic uh put things really difficult to the music business yeah. so right now uh, i want to take every chance that i have.
1: yeah that were you recording during the whole pandemic
2: i was recording some demos during the hmm. pandemic hmm. uh right now i'm trying to go back to the studio and uh put more stuff out
1: hmm. now i was reading your, your press kit as well and uh do you mix your own music
2: Oh no. Uh oh, okay. my my stuff is mixed by Michael J. Blom. Oh okay. In Los Angeles, California.
1: All right. Yeah. No, he does a good job. I mean everything is very crystal clear and uh yeah, I mean it's very professional sounding uh recordings.
2: He understands uh, my vision of uh what I want for for my music. Mm-hmm. Uh he's worked with great artists like Prince, he uh,
1: Madonna. So uh, oh, wow. Michael really understands what I want. So you're with a guy that knows what he's doing. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think you'll be in good hands with that.
2: Yeah. I I, I love Michael, uh, and we really understand each other.
1: Yeah. Very cool. All right. So when do we say that the uh, first EP is going to come out?
2: Uh, hopefully uh, in December.
1: Hopefully in December. All right. And do you have a website people can go to?
2: Uh, currently, my uh, website is developing, but I'm on every social media, you know, uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Bandcamp. So you can find Armagallion pretty much everywhere.
1: Armagallion can be found anywhere. And I do mean that because he's everywhere. Everywhere I went, there was Armagallion everywhere. I'm on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, everywhere I see Armageddon. So you can't yeah. not find him. <laughs>
2: Look for and McGowan were
1: Yes, it's very, very cool stuff. And I, I wish you luck. And um, I really am impressed with the, the the image that you have going here. I, I'm impressed with the character. I'm impressed with the music. And I, I really think that you have a shot at really becoming something big soon.
2: Thank you so much, man. I really appreciate that.
1: Yes. And uh, please, uh, you're welcome to back on the show. Once you have your album, your EP out and the album out, whatever. And good luck on your show in, in L.A.
2: Thank you so much.
1: And uh, yeah, we'll hope to see you back here soon.
2: Thank you so much for having me. This was great. Uh, It was uh, real cool talking to you. And uh, I'm looking forward to the next one.
1: Yeah. Anything else you want to tell your fans before we head out of here?
2: Thank you so much for having me. This was great. This is only the beginning. Uh, Stay tuned. There is much more to come, more music, more Armagallion. So um, this is just the beginning.
1: All right, very cool. And this is just the beginning of Rat's Alley Review. Stay tuned. Hit subscribe. Hit the like button. Share the show. Rat's Review dot com. And we will see you next week. Goodbye. Bye
0: bye. Looking for some new podcasts to listen to? Well, look no further than the Ratsaw Review Network. Ratsaw Review is taking over the podcast world, with plenty of shows to choose from within their network of entertaining programming, including the flagship show Ratzai Review with Wayne Noon, Greg Noggle, and Lou Mavs, as well as occasional co-hosts Manny Mahias and James Lilquist. We also have the official Ratsaw Review spin-offs, such as Album vs. Album, Screams from the Grave, where we discuss beloved yet forgotten hard rock and metal albums of the past. And and a King Diamond podcast called This Broadcast Belongs to Them. We've also got Old Man Metals Musings, The Right Opinion with Harrison Bergeron. Beyond Bushido, a podcast dedicated to pro wrestling and MMA with James Lilquist and Eric Adams. No relation to the guy from Manowar or the mayor of New York City. The Vieira Ball with Ralph Vieira. schmack a mack a to you too, Ralph. The Timo Tolki podcast featuring Stradivarius and Avalon founding member Timo Tolki. The BS Sessions with Mark and Jerry. Just the cheese, please a podcast dedicated to cheesy films of the 1980s with Tara J. and Adam, the Friday Night Party with the great Harry Barnett and Evie, and the Music is Life podcast with Lou Mavs. The Ratsile Review Network is your go-to one-stop shop for the best podcasts out there today. Go to ratsilereview.com for more info. And to find out where you can find, follow, subscribe, and comment on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and all streaming platforms. The Ratsile Review Network, we're taking over you <laughs>